Right, welcome back. We've got the One by podcast. Uh, this week we speak about Barbie and whether it was actually any good. The new news from the PTO announcing the World Tour. Travel woes for me and a bit about Tom's uh, culinary experience in Singapore as well as fancy urinals. Anything else? And if you want to listen, you have to listen, it's only in the last two minutes, but we talk about and we give away Jack's bank details. So <laughs> you have to wait all the way to the very end <laughs> and you'll get Jack's bank details. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, do what you want with them. Yeah, sweet. So if someone could add some money into there, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> right. but it's only in the last two minutes, so you've got to listen to the whole episode. <laughs> Right, enjoy. Right, we're back. Episode seven. Lads, how are we doing? Oh, good, thank you. Um, I'm in Singapore. I'm in Meanwood. I'd rather be, to be honest. I'm in Copenhagen, so we are we're multinational. We're global, global today. <laughs> We've gone global. Yeah, we had to anything. negotiate. We had to negotiate time zones a little bit. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It's taken four weeks and we've gone global. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I said I was going to make some toast and be here in a hurry, and then realised I don't have a toaster. So <laughs> I'm about to eat toast that I've grilled, and it is like it was. It's you guys can see it. It wasn't actually white. It was. Wow. It is. It is rye bread. It is rye bread. But it does look like I've absolutely like obliterated it. But yeah. Did you uh, did you flip it both sides or have you got a soft cord bit under? No, the I managed. Then? I got time to flip it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm no, not. Fair. I didn't fancy like soggy one side. And I've got. I've gone hummus. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm feel quite bougie actually. Wow. Hopefully my headphones don't pick it up, me eating it, because otherwise you guys have got to listen to me eating overcooked toast. <laughs> Tom, how's Singapore? Yeah, it's good. I, I've, been, I've done a bit of trading today. It's, it's warm, but I'm not going hard, but it, it doesn't feel like ridiculous, but I, I reckon it'll be another story on race day. Uh, and the pool we've been swimming in is well hot, actually. So, yeah. It's been all right. I'm just sat like looking over at the uh, kind of cityscape at the moment. Oh, nice. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to go for a, a jog later on when Kieran gets here. Try and drag him out the door. Was it like um, world's most expensive hotel? It's pretty expensive, but the, the PTO have like um, discounted our rate slightly just so that oh, nice. everyone can kind of stay in the same places. Otherwise, like, I wouldn't be able to afford this at a normal rate. Uh, and me and Kieran are splitting the cost of the room, so that's good. Nice. Breakfast Fun of the show, is, Kieran Linders. Yeah, Kieran Linders. Who, the breakfast Kieran? is pretty sick. <laughs> we we've got everything. We've got noodles, dim sum, like their attempt at like Western breakfast. Um, <laughs> Pancakes. Which is actually all right. To be fair, embracing the Asian breakfast is good. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's quite nice. But they, you know, when you fry an egg, and it's normally like I don't know, it comes out in any shape you want. This yeah. one's like, these are like perfectly round ones. Like they've obviously made them neat, like a little cutter or something. No, they come out of chicken like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you sent uh, the Instagram page a message this week for a nice food page. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to talk about it when you started mentioning your toast. It's called Chaotic <laughs> Foods. <laughs> and it's, it's just basically got some horrendous 
pictures of foods which are mostly edible but it's it's like imagine like an an easter bunny that's melted in it now looks like a monster or i don't know someone's tried to do a gingerbread man and in in the in the cooking process it's become like deformed and stuff i'm on the page now it's quite it is quite funny yeah nine nine layer cake idea just toast and cheese (laughs) (laughs) there was one that uh, Sam sent me the other day it's like what appears to be like a a sushi roll it's got macaroni cheese in it (laughs) (laughs) so good I love the internet yeah Sam how have you been you've been uh, you've been rescuing me a few times this week (laughs) yeah I've just been sat on call really I never (laughs) thought being being a biomechanic could be an on call job but you know (laughs) needs must Jack's managed to get a new wheel and break it every day in a different way. Yeah, literally. So I bought it. I bought it off a friend on Thursday night. So I went and picked it up. Flew Friday morning. The bit of felt that I'd put between the wheels had slipped out, and my front wheel had gone into my disc. Massive hole. I was like, oh, this isn't great. So like asked around, there's a company in Leeds called Carbon Wasp. They're a carbon repair company. So I spoke to them and they said basically like, it'll be safe to ride, just tape it up and we'll fix it when you're home. So I was like, no problem. Left the disc alone, had training wheels with me to train on them. So I got to Copenhagen last night and was like, right, I should probably put my disc on if I'm right. Because I'm riding at uh, one o'clock today with Thor, good friend of mine, and he... He's basically got a spare disc if I need it. So I was like, well, I need to test the disc wheel. And if I ride with him on that, I can, I'll know where we are. So I went to swap the cassette, <laughs> managed to over-tighten the cassette so that the whole fucking free hub pops out. So then I've like got free hub in one hand, oil and everything in the other, cassette in the other hand. The wheel's just like, there's like little pins falling out. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? So I messaged Sam and Sam was like, what have you done now? <laughs> oh, and earlier in the day, I got the train from... Arus, where I was staying, took Copenhagen because uh, I've been staying with Christian for a few days. And so Christian was like, put your case in your bike bag and everything and then wheel your bike so you don't have to take your bike apart. So I was like, what a great idea. So I wheeled my bike bag, had my bike out, no worries. Someone on the train has popped my brake lever all the way forward. So it was like pointing out like a fucking spear. So again, Sam got, Sam got called after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Oh man. But the bike is fixed, it's fine, I'm gonna ride it today, everyone's happy. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm gonna travel with you. You sound well stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been stressed at all. I'm just I'm just chilled. <laughs> Luckily I came out a week before and I've still got like three, four days before the race, so three days. Is it Saturday or Sunday race? Sunday, seven AM. Sunday oof. Oh, Ooh, we'll probably a... race it in the time. Yeah, I think it'd be exactly the same time. Except you'll be going about eight times my intensity. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be well hot. So I think yeah. that will slow it down a bit. Some people will go normal intensity and then just absolutely die. Yeah. We'll see oh. how I go. Did, did you boys just watch the women's test event? I didn't realise it was on so early. So I literally just saw like the kind of the finishing results. It looked pretty good. Like It looked like quite a cool place to do the race. Yeah. I've done oh, a French Grand Prix that years ago. Did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, in 2012, I think it was. Um, what do you reckon about yeah, the water quality? I, Bollocks. I, I've created a, an idea in my head that it's still not right. And they've 
fixed the test that they've done to make sure that it was okay because of how much backlash and shit they got the other week. Quite literally, excuse the pun. <laughs> yeah, I reckon <laughs> I, I'm I'm well sus of it. I can't. I, it'd be interesting to see no how many people get get sick off it. Yeah, a couple of people could be sick. Yeah, I reckon. What they've apparently done is created like reservoirs of shit that instead of the shit flowing into the river it's now flowing into the reservoirs so they've basically just slightly diluted the amount of shit in the river yeah but it's quite um, funny because when you look at the if you look at the graph it has come down but there's a massive spike about three or four days ago which is exactly when the, the norwegians did their test swim <laughs> i'm not convinced that they spent a billion euros and spent however many years trying to sort it and then couldn't sort it for two weeks ago but in the past two weeks they've managed to miraculously fix it yeah uh, it's something to add up it is a bit odd yeah. we'll find out tomorrow then <laughs> yeah. uh, if people are okay yeah. or not yeah see so how many don't start because they've got women in their team that have come under ill but as an athlete do you care no I, I would race if, if yeah, the water exactly. quality was bad and like I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a recce for example but I'd race and they just take the hit afterwards yeah, yeah it depends what it, like what it's for like, like, even a, if a test event where you can qualify for the Olympics yeah crack on yeah I mean I know it's unsafe and they're meant to cancel the swim but even if they've gone I reckon if they'd gone to a vote and said like the water quality is absolutely dog shit do you want to swim every athlete would say yes I feel like it's that like with water temperature as well it's like that with water temperature as well. Like, I'd rather have a triathlon and swim in like ten degree water than not, yeah. and then have a duathlon or something. So when they cancel it, cause it's like a bit choppy or something, and it's like it's the same with Ironman. I hate it. I want to race. Yeah. I train train for triathlon. I don't want to do fucking duathlon. Yeah, we we did a race in Malulabar years ago, and it's like Malulabar classic like uh, swim uh, style race. And because the waves are too big, they had to move it into the the kind of the pier the dock, the, where, where all the boats are hmm. and I was like we, I went out to Australia and by early to practice in the waves just to kind of get used to it and then they just cancelled they cancelled that part that, well that changed the swim so especially yeah, for I'm a kind of race and stuff like that yeah 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 swimming is your job after all part of it all parts of all parts like being technically good in open water and stuff like that it's all important it's no different to like riding in the mountains yeah yeah, exactly. Sam, what, I interrupted you. What have you actually been up to other than being on the phone to me all the time? Uh, not a lot, really. Just fixing bikes and doing a bit of coaching. I attempted a run... I attempted a run... Excuse, <coughs> Lucy's got a bit of a niggle, so I attempted a run session with uh, the lads group on Saturday. We had 15 that. minutes. Uh, it was James, Russell and Nicholas. Yes, yeah. uh, Mexican lad who's overtraining with us. They had fifty. <laughs> you, they had 50. you mean you mean he's in the UK training with you, not overtraining with you? Um, <laughs> a bit of both, I guess. <laughs> Ask him how he is. He's always tired. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think those two are separate. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't quite have it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you know, 15 minutes tempo would be all right. And James was like, don't look at your watch for the first five minutes and we'll see where we're at. They wanted to run 320s. They were looking at their watch to make sure we were running 320s. We hit five minutes and we were running 335s. And I was like, ah, that's why I feel relatively all right. And they picked up and I just got dropped. Just kept running out and it was on the canal and it was like, probably should turn around soon because they're going to turn around and come back past me and then they're just going to be waiting for me (laughs) by the car. Where'd you park next to mine? 
Uh, no, the one further up is it uh, Rodley? No, Rodley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Where, where all the gypsies are. Oh, they're there at the minute. I think there's a, a permanent, like, water gypsy spot there. Oh, they're all pretty friendly to me. Yeah, they just have barbecues in the morning. It sounds like a great life. Yeah, my mates just bought a canal boat and it sounds looks pretty sweet. When I one year when I was moving moving house at uni, me and a friend didn't have anywhere to live, and we were looking. There's nothing really fancied. We did look online, and you could rent a canal boat for the year. No, nice. Which I was kind of up for, but then we realised that they're not actually that big, and we've got quite a lot of bikes and stuff, and it probably doesn't be the most. Doesn't doesn't um, uh, rat boy Josh Bryceland, you know the down no mountain bike? Doesn't he? Doesn't he live in a canal boat? Yeah, I think he does. Rat boy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but South Yorkshire's wild. You can, it's different down there. <laughs> yeah. You can do what you want in Donny. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it'd be really funny as a student to live on a, on a canal boat. I think it would. I think it'd be good. I think it'd be really funny as an adult to live on a canal boat. <laughs> I, know, I know Vic will listen to this and be like, you're fucking dreaming, pal. <laughs> <laughs> You've been looking out the window too much. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, but we're like three... We're literally like... Wait, I don't know if you've been in our flat, but it's like three meters back from the canal and then we're like three stories up so I literally feel like I'm looking down on the people in canal boats <laughs> but then equally want to be one of them you'll get there one day there was a couple there was a group of lads like I don't know what it was I don't think it was last summer maybe it was like 2021 that came down the canal two barges dressed as pirates music <laughs> so loud it was so funny we heard him before we saw him yeah, and then you must have saw them for about an hour because it doesn't take it takes yeah. ages to get past. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was quite funny. You know, um, with your perspective on the canal, because when I ran on it the other day, it was like really clear. Can you like on a clear day in the canal? Yeah, you can, can you, see like, all the weeds. Yeah, see, but all the other shit that's in there as well. Yeah, there's all the trolleys and. I think near us, it's like I think it's covered because the because it uh, gets loads of sun that stretch. It, the weeds grow really high, so they're covering uh, all the yeah all the trolleys and bodies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make jokes like that with you, Sam, can I? <laughs> well, just let us know if you find a, a TT bike in there, because a friend of mine got robbed a few years ago, and we're convinced that his bike ended up in the canal. <laughs> so if you see one flowing along with a nice disc wheel, that, that's James's. Uh, that is savage. <laughs> disc on it and everything. Disc, tri-spoke, yeah. Oh, rough. They stole this car and it was in the back of the car and we're just convinced that they didn't they won't have known what it was and we're just throwing it in the canal. That is quite funny. I'll tell you what I've got to talk about. I mean so I'm in Denmark, as I've said. I've been here almost exactly a week. I don't know when you go running in Denmark how you get anywhere because jaywalking is illegal. So you just can't cross a fucking road. Can you imagine <laughs> going for a jog and every time you get to a road you have to wait for a traffic light. <laughs> I'd, I'd, welcome the, I'd welcome the rest. Oh, mate, you can't get anywhere. But the riding over here is sensational. P- is please so tell nice. me you jog on the spot. Oh, yeah, oh, uh, back and forth. And a few yeah, star jumps. The lights. Star yeah. jumps, you know, and occasionally I'll do like some burpees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when the light goes green, obviously it's three minute Ks to the other side of the road. <laughs> I've got to get hit by a car. Go on. Speaking of like star jumps and stuff. What do lazy people do in the gym? Starbursts. Did, diddly squats. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. That's what I've been doing at the side of the road. <laughs> you're, on fire. 
You've been waiting seven episodes for that to come into the right context. <laughs> yeah, that was on another Instagram page that I follow. Um, they just like we, read out just we got the jokes, chocolates. So. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. You, you must have heard well. it on that. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. I knew I'd heard it, but I couldn't remember the punchline. <laughs> we got the chocolates. Great. I watched their uh, 15 minute. Um, it's like 15 minute best joke video i'll post it in the whatsapp group and i put it in the show notes as well um so that other people can watch it it is so funny i just giggle there are a couple of um slightly inappropriate well very inappropriate ones but other than that they're uh, doing pretty well oh yeah they're, they're a great page i just I, i'm not gonna say it out loud because it's also inappropriate but yeah there, there's a joke that they said <laughs> so not not joke but i'm gonna leave it there um <laughs> You can uh, you can post it in the in the chat. Well, I've been yeah, sending loads of these pages and stuff to Indy Lee because we're both in Kona for three weeks this year, and uh, we're trying to work out like we really want to do some kind of like video series or content or like something like that. But obviously, Kona's quite intense with triathlon. We want to do something really stupid. We don't know what yet, but like something like just read each other jokes. We've considered the trick shot compilations because we'll be pretty bored, right? Neither was a racing off season. Yeah, the trick shots, good. Yeah, trick right, shots. Right. We could spend a whole day doing trick shots. You'd probably be really bad at them, though. Yeah, exactly. She wants to do a cooking channel. That was one suggestion, like a stupid cooking channel where we just make like beans on toast. <laughs> uh, well, that's how I interpreted it, anyway. And then the other one was like, um, like the chicken shop dates. Have you seen them? yeah <laughs> <laughs> like just interview people but yeah we're trying to work out so if anyone's got any suggestions for some stupid stuff we can do in Kona let us know and we'll probably try and like ride up one of the volcanoes or something daft like that as well so. that that volcano ride looks really tough like I think Phil Ford did it last yeah. year didn't he but you, you climb up to like nearly 3,000 metres and the rest something like that so oh, you is do, it? Wow. It's like, I think it's three and a half thousand on tarmac and then another 800 on gravel or something like that. What bike are you taking? Uh, obviously the canyon. Gone <laughs> one by. <laughs> one by. Uh, I'm going to take my road bike. There's no, like, for shooting a race and that sort of stuff, like, the TT bike just isn't much fun. Even though I get my head kicked in every day out on the road bike, I'd, I'm not too worried about that. I only need to survive an hour to get some filming done and then I can just ride home. Go to that bake. 58 that you that other 58 that you gave Tom oh, yeah. will definitely fit on your road bike crank as well by the way what so I go 58 36 yeah no 32 <laughs> no I mean the one, little ring yeah, it's one by oh. me you can't <laughs> there's no way well it's done it's a done deal now you can try and sell that to someone by the way <clears throat> no I'm gonna put it on and I'm gonna gonna make it <laughs> well, you can't take it off I know that so <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm not. You're not fixing. You're not touching my robot. <laughs> I'm taking it back to Congleton. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back to there with the 58 on. This mean man put this big chain ring yeah, on, and I can't push they, it. <laughs> they wouldn't. I tell you for free, they wouldn't take it off. I worked in that bike shop for four years. They'd love to see me suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a, another funny story actually about this in the notes about passwords being your favourite person whole thing so we were reading this like uh i think it was that like uber facts or something one another classic instagram page that like just churns out random facts uh, a good one kona related was that um the world's ha- the world's tallest mountain is actually 
the Mauna Kea on Kona is just a half of it's under the sea, so it's not the highest. There you go. You can have that one for free. Who's your favourite person, Jack? Just have interest. Well, this is where we're going. So the passwords are like your favourite thing or person. So I've got two sets of passwords. One that's like for banking and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm about to tell you. One that's like like banking and stuff. And then one that I just use for like social media. And obviously it's like combinations of symbols and numbers and stuff. But the main word is a heat map for me. And then, so then I just looked at Vic, I was like, what's yours? It's obviously got to be like Jack576 or something. <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's Rington's, the tea company. <laughs> so our favourite things are apparently the heat, my heat map and tea. So, there you go. And what's your favourite number? Oh, obviously 99. Yeah, yeah. If you okay. Try that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what, <laughs> yeah. what bank are you with? <laughs> I was born in 93. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was quite funny I'm going to get hacked now I can't wait <laughs> sorry my mum won't hack you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah my mum already knows the password she's running the social media so <laughs> she's not, she can't use her phone oh, they actually my phone just went uh, my phone my laptop WhatsApp just went three times and obviously my phone I got three separate messages from three people sat next to each other on a plane telling me they've landed. Vic, my dad, and my mum have all messaged me to say, we've landed. They're sat next to each other. Maybe just one of you just say, hey, we've landed. That'd be fine. I'm okay with that. I might reply asking if the others have landed as well. Get over on that. Yeah, idiots. Right, let's talk about this new PTO announcement. It's a bit triathlon-y, but... What's the feeling in Singapore, Tom? I've not really spoken to too many people, to be fair, um, about it. Well, I've not spoken to anyone about it. I've not seen too many people yet. But my feeling is it could be really good. It just, again, it seems quite exclusive. Like if they're contracting 16 people into it and you only get four wild cards, that means there's only going to be 16 people in this tour. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you going to get into it? And then what are the wild cards? Like, what's the point of the wild card like you're not going to be you, you won't be able to like kind of if you're a wild card and you get given one or two races you're not going to be eligible for the overall world champs no also like it 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 makes it because currently someone like lucy and is and is a fantastic example of this she's going to get amazing points from or has i've not seen the points i'm assuming it has had amazing points from the u.s race yeah but that's one race. So then you stack that up against people that are doing three PTO races. Or they're actually doing six a year, so they can hit three good ones. You're never going to be able to break in. It's going to be so hard to get enough points at other races to get into the top 16. Because the yeah, only I races think, that offer similar yeah. points will be Kona, which is a lot of the specialists at Kona won't want to be doing the... Like, I know there's some crossover, but in the same way we're seeing short course step up, you're not seeing as many Ironman athletes come down. Like people are still missing the the like Laura Phillip, Daniela, someone like Ruth. I know she's not the same profile, but like she's on the men's side. You've got Lionel, you've got Cam Worth. They're just not any use at that hundred k distance. Not that's very unfair of me to say they're not any use. Like they're not the best in the world at that distance. They are some of the best in the world at the Ironman distance. Yeah, agreed. Um, so it, maybe they'll change how you get in. Maybe it won't be 16 contracted. But yeah. The like big it, thing PTO have 
is people dropping out that's the big issue like look at Max Newman's yeah. dropped out today yeah and I think these contracts 16 people into racing they are kind of shooting themselves in the foot for people definitely pulling out last minute but, it's but the I, same I, as I, I don't even think that's the issue I, I think it's a really cool idea yeah, my agree, only yeah. issue with it would be if how much national governing bodies are going to get involved because the cool thing about long course like the reason that Lucy went long is because she just didn't want anything to do with British triathlon what um, uh, what tri suits do you have to wear Does, has that been said no I don't think there's loads of information I've literally just had the press release like you lot I've not I've not listened yeah. to uh, Jack's podcast of Sam yet no. but um, I'll, I'll have to my first question was is it the death of Kona I think it's a, it might be the death of 70.3 worlds maybe not full because mm. you, I, you're going to struggle to string I don't know many people that do six 70.3s in a season no I think that's that's very reasonable like I think I think ten and six. Yeah, I think ten ten a year is, is is a good amount. Okay, sorry, I'll add to that. Do, do six seventy point threes in a season, and I'm focusing on Kona. Oh, we'll ask Tom next year. Because well, you've got a you've got to take a big build into Kona or an Ironman. You've got to qualify, so you've got to do another Ironman. It's going to take you a lot of um, recovery after both of those. Are you really fitting in six seventy point threes and two Ironmans? No, that'll be quite yeah. tough. I think it like I don't know enough about it yet and it, we've not been told everything uh, I'm just concerned like if I don't get in like I'm unlikely to get a contract because my ranking's not quite high enough but obviously it'd be something I really want to do next year but if I'm like literally not able to because of these contract these races that uh, the contracts that have been given out then I'm going to probably end up switching my focus to Kona or something where I can still race and build my profile and earn cash and attract sponsors because otherwise it's it's going to be quite tricky to kind of conti- continue trying to earn a living. Yeah. I, I will add though, I do think it is a, good, a very good idea and I do think we do need to see more races where the best in the world are there like the World Triathlon Series in long course. I think like the premise of it is a, a brilliant idea and it is what everyone wants. I think it's great, and if people, if if there's a little bit more, slightly more mobility for people to get in and race, like it's something I want to do. I think it sounds fast. Yeah. If I get the chance, because obviously, like you mentioned earlier, like Lucy came fourth in Milwaukee, like, but she didn't, she wasn't able to finish in Europe. Um, yeah. So it's like she's only kind of pushed her ranking up to like nearly like twentieth or something, which yeah. could be enough to get in, but she might have missed that opportunity at the start of this year if yeah. they kind of shut down the rankings and pick pick the events on just where people are because there's a lot that happens in a year where people's like form changes and you could you could be like bang average at the start of the year but come into some really good form in September, yeah. October. Yeah, I agree. Um, Four places is quite hard to show that. Especially when, so like they're obviously using Formula One and tennis as the example. Well, in Formula One, there's a second tier, so you can see who's good. I know the drivers are fixed for the season, but like you can sort of like see there's a good opportunity run by them to race. And tennis, obviously, like there's not four wildcard slots, there's about 100 at every tournament because they play their way up through the tournament. Also, Formula One, you can just buy your way in. Yeah. Wait, wait, does that become a thing? Yeah, it's just, I think, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And obviously, like, they've got a good team and they're listening to good feedback to work out those details. But I just hope they don't shut down because I struggle to see where 
people like you know we get outstanding performances at small races but if there's no one else there to validate like let's say tom you go and win or challenge london's a good example finella and sam like they've obviously won it who knows how good that performance was because there's no one else there to like as a barometer Mm -hmm. you don't know how well they race because they didn't have to race anyone else so saying like oh well it's good because it opens up these lower tier races well it does but the the new athletes can't prove themselves against the best in the world and like you say with lucy if she only has one day to do it if her shot had been europe and she's dnf because she had stomach issues like she doesn't get another shot so yeah, yeah. i'm hoping it's tricky it's tricky cool. Let, let's hope oh it sounds cool but let's hope like the big races throughout the year like i don't know roth Kona, I don't know, like Daytona, some of these kind of big standalone ones do provide yeah. that platform for people then to get point, in. Like seventy point three worlds, seventy point three worlds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're the European champion or the continental championships as well. It's like gateways yeah. or something. Because again, um, in theory, someone shouldn't be able to do, or logistically you can, but you won't be able to do all six PTO races, Kona and 70.3 worlds, having not previously been a world champion because you're going to need two 70.3s to qualify, uh, sorry, a 70.3 to qualify plus the race, an Ironman to qualify plus the race, six PTO races. There's no way you're holding that kind of form through a season. I reckon Blue yeah, can do it. Yeah. yeah. And win all of as, them. As, as the words <laughs> left my mouth, I knew that that would be the like <laughs> yeah he okay could. so there's one there's one or two people who could do it but there's no, 20 people many. in a PTO starlet sort of thing so. Joe, Joe Skipper he's not going to go down to 100k is he? no I've no, already seen no. on Twitter him moaning about it the, I've not seen that but that doesn't surprise me but there's that sort of thing of like how does it work there but yeah I don't know it'll be interesting we need more details I think it's cool overall all right, enough triathlon chat. Yeah. Have we all seen Barbie? Barbie. Have we seen it? Yes. Is it me yeah, or is it, it rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so boring. It, it just, it, like, I, I don't really. I'm, I'm all for the message and what it's portraying, like, but it is just a boring film. <laughs> I, I don't get the hype. I don't know whether it's just people saying it's good because everyone, it's had so much hype around it, but. I, I mean, I fell asleep in the first 20 minutes and then just, yeah, I struggled to stay there. It was very clever in what it did and the messaging and the way it was put together. But, yeah, I can see why you think it was boring because, but it's a bit, it, it's that style of movie, isn't it? It's not the classic. But, like, people were laughing and I was like, what, 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 what have I just missed this? What, like, what, what was funny then? Like, I was almost getting annoyed how rubbish it was. <laughs> have you seen Oppenheimer was that any better no but I feel like I shouldn't because everyone bangs on about that as much as they did Barbie and I think I'm just going to be disappointed it's the first movie of its style I've watched for ages like I wouldn't go to the cinema to watch a like flicky half musical see I love a musical that's yeah. part of what drove me in but it wasn't I mean, but it, there wasn't enough it wasn't quite a musical was it it, was, it wasn't enough singing for that no yeah, exactly. yeah. Right, yeah but Ken was good at singing well he was the only one that sang yeah didn't, she didn't but sing that, I think that was actually him yeah probably well he did La La Land didn't he ah uh, yeah he did didn't he yeah that yeah. was wicked. so he is a yeah he can sing yeah yeah <laughs> he is a talented human <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Tom, did you like it? I, know, I just I thought it was all right. Like for how long is it like? Just over an hour and a half. Um, yeah. I think I, I think I watched it the day I got back from from America. So I just went to the cinema and kind of kept me up for a couple of hours. The cinema fun, is I guess. is such a good like afternoon out. Yeah, it, I, I, not- I I came out. I think I, I kind of I'd say I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not I'm not raving about it, but I didn't mind. I think I just enjoyed going to the cinema though. Yeah, I've not been to cinema for ages, and I forgot how how good it is to to watch something in the cinema and just sit there. We went to an absolute dive of a cinema, bang in the centre of Bradford, so that was less <laughs> enjoyable. <It> was like <laughs> the seats were mouldy and it was a bit rough, but other than that, it was pretty good. They had no sweets. I wanted to buy some sweets. They didn't have any for sale, so I had to have nachos. I tell oh, you for free. How did, how did you cope? <laughs> I tell you for free. There's not much insulin spike in nachos. <laughs> <laughs> So that was disappointing. Can you can you have cinema snacks and they last till the start of the film? Is that actually possible? Uh, Mine are always ooh. gone. We got the we got there late, so uh, they had to. Uh, <laughs> we started at the start of the film, so missed all the trailers <laughs> and everything. <laughs> oh, savage! It's because um, it's because we left candles on in our house. <laughs> Oh, so we had God. to drive. We had to drive back, <laughs> blow them out, and yeah, come bet. back again. When I was at yeah. um, when I was at uni in my third year, we got like turfed out at like eleven p.m. at night with a fire. Like people could always hit the fire alarm all the time, and we're like, um, it was like four different flats in one massive house. As it so like we were six six above us, then there's like a three and a two at the top, and uh, people would always hit the fire alarm at parties and stuff. So we were like, oh, I can't be that serious. Anyway, next thing is obviously all the blue flashing lights, and we we're like, oh shit, we should probably <laughs> actually go outside. Well, and uh, so we're outside with all the fight like um, fire engines. The third story flat on the side of the house was like a furnace, like just blazing look like from outside I was like we were like what have you done anyway this young lad was uh, revised he claims this is the story he told the fireman that he was revising by candlelight and it got the curtains (laughs) so Charles Dickens (laughs) (laughs) and and it got the curtains so the fucking curtains went up then everything then his clothes went up the whole room just like lit and it was like very top floor so nothing else happened and they managed to put it out but his room was just like black just like everything had just burned it was so funny and scary but it was quite funny yeah that's the story if he was revising by candlelight that's a little bit I don't know what I don't know what he's done there what actually (laughs) happened we'll never know but it was so funny yeah I remember that because I um I was like, what, 20, 21. The fireman let us into the fire engine, which was quite cool. Like, <laughs> and then we were like, should we have a photo in the fire engine? And my mate was like, nah, let's go out and get naked. And I was like, obviously, as students, that's what you do. So I had a naked photo in front of the fire engine, put it on Facebook or Instagram, or whatever. And I just remember my mum. <laughs> my phone must have rang in about three minutes flat. And I've had about seven messages about this photo. And I just got absolutely roasted. <laughs> it was funny. Though. It was a good day. Probably still, got, probably still got a photo somewhere. Me and my little Mexican friend, Jorge. I thought you'd talk about something wow. else then. <laughs> they got a nickname for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my little Why Mexican is he South friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mustache. 
that is uh, that is high value. What's this urinal picks? Oh yeah, I was speaking of Mexican friends. Yeah, I was in Amsterdam Airport and I needed weeks before I got onto the flight. And you know, sometimes in the urinals they've got like little images like painted on by the designer or whatever. You sometimes have yeah. flies. I think this one was like a like a, a a golf hole with a like a flag in it. And I was like, what other good what other good picks could you like have on the Did bottom it? of a urinal? Well, Did you never have the color changer one at school? No, the color changing one. Yeah, it went from like red to green. Wow. It was just like you just aimed at it and it went red to green. Wow. No, Do you think no, that was like a heat changing thing? Yeah, it was when I was in primary school because obviously kids in primary school just piss everywhere. <laughs> and it was like a, a target. <laughs> what school you went to? Oh, mate, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the UK, this. Uh, okay. Well, I, I did you see the ones. I don't know if it was in the World Cup, but there was like a like a football net, and then like a hanging. Have you ever seen these? Like a little hanging football, and you like piss onto the football, and it like uh, flicks, nice. like flicks back into the net. Nice. I didn't see those. And there was one when we when we were at uni. There was one in a club in Bath that was like a bit like a forest. Is where the druggies used to go. So it kind of explains it. But like it's basically like fake plants and leaves and trees and you'd like piss into the forest and it was like uh, UV lighting in there. It was so weird. So weird. Wow. And I didn't even do drugs yeah, and found it weird. Me. Like, <laughs> can't imagine how trippy it was if you were high. No, they, they probably found it normal when they were on yeah. drugs. Fair. Like, oh, yeah. Was... Nice. <laughs> this this urinal is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the only good um, ones I've seen. I'm going to keep an eye out now though. Yeah, I just thought what what else? I reckon like uh, you know like the um, the little OK hand sign like that that could be quite good. Yeah. Like, just what? And then, know, but... then you think someone's done that and you, you do digs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I just thought he was interested. There's uh, one of Donald Trump doing that. <laughs> I just I've just googled it. <laughs> and there's one's got Donald Trump. There are lots of mouth shaped ones. You know, like big red lips. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot uh, of them. That's a bit weird. Yeah, that's really weird. I'm just glad because Tom sent us a picture of this and it was, I'm just glad it was like PG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, time, you... Do I want to click on this picture and make it bigger? <laughs> yeah. I hope there's no one else in that toilet, Tom, otherwise you've just, <laughs> you just whipped your phone out to take a photo while you're having a piss. <laughs> In the middle of the airport, everyone be like, "Oh, this guy!" Yeah, Sean received the other version. Yeah. <laughs> but then, in like, in literally, I reckon. So Tom sent us this photo Tuesday evening. In literally, I reckon five seconds flat. Sam, you replied with a photo of a Metallica urinal <laughs> or toilet. <laughs> I'm that just was ready. impressive speed. I'm just ready. Like, I've got relevant meme content for anything. <laughs> yeah, everything's under passwords, so you can't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to we're not going to go into my passwords because we're all we're all going to log onto your bank after this. Yeah, exactly. Lucy Byron one two three. <laughs> What's yeah, the, uh, I don't even know where that Metallica picture came from, but I I just knew I had it. <laughs> they're the best they're the best kind yeah I was like yeah. I've definitely screenshot this at some point so we've got two more things before we wrap up one 
We had a message from the Streak podcast. Don't know if either of you have been on that podcast. No, anyway. I've never been on the podcast. Well, you host one, mate. You don't need to be on someone right, else's. Exactly. They, can yeah. come on, they can apply to come on yours. We'll get application forms in the post soon. We have a few applicants for the first. They have to be, they have to be by post. If you, you want to come on, it has to be by post. Yeah, but you're not having well, my address. Jack's, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll address it. Jack's address on Teams as we for all of his personal information. We'll uh, we'll put we'll put Al's address on. He, Alistair's the only person I know that is like absolutely against giving his giving his address out for, for very valid reasons. So uh, he can have the postal uh, the postal address <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, he can do our bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Secretary. So anyway, the Street Podcast have messaged us slamming a rival podcast. I don't know. I don't know if we can. Who is the Street Podcast? I don't know. They follow me though. We don't know who hosts it or anything. No, they followed Follier because they messaged me a bit about that and no Lunny and the Street Podcast wanted to, us to slam Pro Try News. So uh, I'm not sure. We've already given them enough bashing. I'm not sure we can give them more <laughs> bashing. Kyle is a sensitive soul. We, we subtly do that anyway. I, I owe Kyle a beer, actually. He had bought me one in Milwaukee and I owe him one back. So I was giving him an actual pint, I think, because I think it was... I don't, I don't know if... Uh, did he serve it in pints? Was it 500 mil in uh, America? I'm not sure. It was small. It wasn't definitely wasn't pints. It was a nice beer, though, I must admit. But I, I owe him one, so can't, yeah. can't really slam him. Well, so I'm owing a beer. <laughs> The Streak podcast is a triathlon history podcast run by someone called Ross. I mean, that, that, that's more information than people know about us. We don't need to be known. We're no. just... We're global now, mate. We have a big deal. People know who we are soon. <laughs> and the final topic, triathlon product that was huge that you never see anymore. Yeah, I was talking to a friend about this the other day and there's so many rubbish gimmicky products that have just come and been like the best thing in the world and then just vanished. So we were talking about the... Uh, do you ever remember Newton running shoes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, going to say that when you mentioned it. They were like the coolest thing in the world. Craig Alexander used to run in them and they had these stupid pods. And it's like, do they, do they even exist anymore? Yeah, they are still a thing. They've got a carbon shoe by the looks of it. Have they? Well, they uh, just seem no. like a, a destined way to get an Achilles injury. That's someone else. That's Lai Ning. Lai Ning. I googled Newton running shoes and they've shown me, shown me Lai Ning. I'm going to have to flick this around. Oh, that's a Chinese um, brand, isn't it? Yeah. They look like fake Saconis. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just wonder, like Tom, you've been doing this sport for a lot longer. Is there, are there any yeah. like, massive gimmicky products that have come and gone? Uh... But like there's, I've seen on Instagram now. There's this new, like swimming power meter, that that does like technical analysis as well. I just think is going to be one of those gimmicks that's just going to come and go. I, uh, I, I, I'm more interested in the evolution of how things have changed so much. Like, what do you reckon the that power meter you used to have? The power meter that I used to have. Yeah, oh, the, the one, one in the hub. Oh, no, no, the, the air one. one. The one, the one the that wind. took the air, air wind in. Yeah, yeah. I get. I mean. Aren't products based on that now? Kind of. I'm not sure. Like I, I'm assuming the um, some of the aerodynamic things take that technology. Yeah. What, like the no show? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, maybe. That's that. The no show almost is one, right? Yeah, I think it is. Not far it, off. But I mean, the no show almost is one of the gimmicky things that kind of came uh, and went. Like it's got such a unique use. 
and you can't really you can only use it in very certain no some guy in America told us that he uses accurate. it every day show me that data and I'll show you the why it's wrong <laughs> if anyone knows of any rogue triathlon products that were a thing that have just vanished <laughs> oh, this has really got me so I'm on the Newton website the <laughs> the Danish I think maybe uh, yes the Einkaufen so it's a German website they still exist they've still got running shoes they all look pretty terrible um they all look exactly the same, even though they're different models. It's definitely just one model in different colours that they've called <laughs> different models. The like colours always are... used to be hideous as well. Are they oh, still they hideous? Abs- they absolutely are that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> look, at these, look at these bad boys. Anyway, so this is what I'm coming to. Their photographer has obviously shot the shoes. They've got three photos here. In two of them, you can't actually see the shoes. And in one of them, you can see the shoe and there's fire, an actual fire That's in the cool. background. That's I, I rate that. I'm a big fan of flames. Flames need to come back. The whole, the website is absolutely terrible, but they've got a photo of their shoes with fire in the background. So yeah, they win. They win this round. Lucy's looking for design ideas for a tri suit for next year and I'm, I'm a big pusher of flames. <laughs> I reckon flames are so cool. Mate, it's got to be Barbie pink. The the thing is though, the uh, the un the unsublimated tri suit's the quickest one. I know, yeah, but if you've got flames on it, it's got to be worth a bit, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, how I, your your top your long sleeve sponsor shirt, Tom, would look sick with flames up the sleeves. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I might get some added. <laughs> I reckon you should paint them on. One by merch has to be flames. When it happens. And black and white checks as well. <laughs> right, I think that's uh, I think that's probably a wrap for the week. We've not got any Is It Me Yours. We've had a couple no. of... Uh, shout out to Johnny Bray uh, from Riot Racing. He's been listening to the podcast, enjoying it. He put a reel up yesterday of him on the turbo. And he said, another session ticked off. Uh, got twice the training benefit thanks to use of the alliteration. Hey, one by podcast which I thought was quite good. Oh no, he put Turbo Tuesday or Tempo Tuesday, but either way he gets double double uh, training adaptation. So yeah, shout out to him. But I think that's everything on the message side. Yeah, you two crackle with your taper. Yeah. Cheers. I'm going to go for a sweaty run. Oh, nice. Ooh. Good luck at the weekend, Tom. And I will Cheers, we'll catch too. up. Okay, so we'll catch up kind of towards the end of next week. When are you back, yeah. Uh I'm not... Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to Italy for a few days um, to Amalfi Coast with Vic's family straight from Copenhagen. So I'm back on Friday. Get on that. But yeah, thanks, lads. Cheers. Yeah, good luck, everyone. Thanks. Don't get too hot.